lights to show you. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is the song. And Christian Martins. Happy what? Halloween! <laughs> yeah, we got some fucked up shit for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> today, this is our last is. Halloween episode of the year, and uh, we wanted to make it special. And I think it's a one that um, I'm sure people have definitely talked about on podcast, but we haven't talked about it yet. Mm-hmm. And it's an underrated flick um, from 1997, and it's called The Night Flyer. One, zero, one, Bravo, Lima. Come in, over. I can't have you sitting in the middle of my runway. Respond, over. This is an adaptation of a Stephen King short story from uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes from 1992 or 93. Yeah, 1993. Um, It's one of my favorite short stories of all time. And I was really happy that they ended up actually adapting this thing and putting it out. Got K&B effects put into it, too. Um, A really kind of rushed uh, sort of filming schedule. But the dude, uh, the director... Um, Mark Pavia, he was able to drop it uh, to basically bring it in like a week early or a day early or some shit like that. I forget what it was, but like, like he had eight weeks, I think, to film this thing. And for a movie that was made for, in eight weeks, man, it's pretty good. Pretty fucking great movie. Did a good job. Yeah. And it's, it's very, um, uh, you know, of course, it's a Stephen King, like you said. Um, short story, which I've never read that. So I don't know how accurate or close it is to it. Actually, I actually went one today. Thing I didn't research. I went today and I actually re-listened to it. So, I oh, cool! And no, they're pretty close. Very, very close. Yes, I like but that. there are some drastic things that are different about it. Sure. Well, Mark Mark Pavia did have that quote in there, and he said that that was one of the things he intentionally tried to keep it as close to the short story as possible. And uh, yeah, and I haven't I haven't listened or read it either. What did you listen to? Or were you just doing uh, Audible, or was it yeah, somewhere I, else? Yeah, I've had this this book on Audible for a long time. Nice. Yeah. And it's it's Stephen King's short stories? Yes. Um, the interesting part, though, is that it's it's uh, narrated by, um, man, I, I forget his name, Frank, Frank, um, I can't remember his last Darabont? name. He's the guy, he, huh? Darabont? No. Uh, the guy who narrated all, uh, all the uh, Dark Tower books. Oh, I like um, that guy's narration style. Great voice. He's... Uh, uh, he also was the guy that picked to to narrate the short story for the night flyer, which is perfect, honestly, in my opinion. Great. Yeah. But also, um, just RIP, I'm sure, I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but like, uh, he passed away a long time ago. He was killed in oh. a, like a car accident a long time ago. Damn. 
Uh, but the great, great uh, Frank Mueller, I believe, is his name. That's his name. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah. Yes, because that name yeah. rings. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely that. It's, uh, Frank Mueller. Frank Mueller also uh, narrates a lot of um, uh, what's his name's uh, books. The guy who wrote, um, you know, No Country for Old Men and stuff like that. He he. Oh, Cormac McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy. He reads. He narrates a lot of those books. His books as well, which are actually right. free on demand. You can go to like, if you have uh, uh, if you get Audible. Those are just free, like sort of free books to listen to. But his voice really. I think his voice is like one of the one of the greatest things that Stephen King yeah. has ever collaborated with. <laughs> and I'm not sure if Stephen King picked him, but he just he just worked out that way. But his narration um, style is incredible, and the yeah. way he portrays the story is just so. I have to check that yeah. out. It's so good. He's, he's like a Jim Dale kind of guy. Jim Dale, who reads all the Harry Potters, is the perfect dude for that. He just cool. works perfectly yeah, for that. So I was debating on reading the Dark Tower books because I had the first five. Now I'll just fucking listen to it. I can send you the others, dude. I got all the other ones. Cool. If you oh, get yeah, hooked, if you get five. hooked, yeah. If you get hooked on the first five, I can I can shoot you over the other ones. I think for free. Cool, man. We'll be hooked. It'll happen. Oh um, man. I mean, I've read Susanna, it before. It's just been probably bit, but... fifteen years since I have. Yeah. The the first one, the first ones is it drains, but it really starts to pick up speed after that. Right. And it die, delves deep. Delves Jesus like, Christ. Like, who, but uh, like songs to Susanna is like, man, I'm I'm kind of fading now. But boom, here we come back with five. So. Was right. a was of a caller, but um, this is a short. This is this audible. This um, the uh, the the audible is only like an hour and maybe thirty minutes long. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's written so fucking well, man. Like the short story is so well written, and like it, it's it's. I can see why they picked this to to ad- adapt it and put it into a movie form. It makes total mm-hmm. sense. Um, and the and the and the sort of things they use to sort of uh, fatten it up for a movie makes sense too and it, actually you think it works really well in my opinion yeah i think it worked out great um they did an awesome job in my opinion of it doesn't it doesn't feel just like a cheap throwaway stephen king like this is like an actual quality stephen king right adaptation you know really good uh, physical effects oh yeah. yeah yeah i was so impressed by the practical effects physical effects in here dude uh there's there's a couple little things that stuck up but it's just because of the time the age you know 25 year old movie uh but for the most part dude holy shit it looked fantastic the blood the guts the effects of the the there's so much violence in this fucking movie <laughs> yeah i like how his main his name is richard d's like dick d's nuts <laughs> yeah that's what, I was thinking. that's what i was picturing like if, if he's in any situation his last name first it would be like d's Dick in balls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I didn't realize, I was reading the trivia. Apparently, Richard Dees um, is also a reporter who tries to get an interview with John Smith in the Stephen King novel, The Dead Zone. Yeah. So I yeah, love how Stephen King always does that shit. Yeah. They, they were talking about like this. Uh, they talked about Derry and that the flight came from Derry in some part in the movie. Right. And then there's uh, God, I can't remember. I made a couple notes about some some. But he does that with everything, dude. That's that's such a. It's a world builder, man. That's how he does it. That's right. I have to mention this real quick. The late great Miguel Ferrer plays the Dick Balls or Dick. He's Richard. Dees. <laughs> um, one Jesus. of the greatest actors, one of the greatest underrated actors of all time. He makes this character his own um, because it's fascinating. Because Richard Dees in the short story, he's not like this. He's not a total scumbag asshole. Fuck people. Well, How's he portrayed? Goddamn baby. Yeah, <laughs> dead baby. Uh, in the book, he's more of a loner. He just kind of like, um, he's kind of like a, almost like, uh, well, Stephen again, he's, an, he's he's a loner, <laughs> but he's also kind of like an alien. There's this part in the book where he talks about like he has a home, but he feels more comfortable living in the hotel 
to hotel or motel to mot- motel, but also how he practices smiling in front of the mirror. So when he has oh, when he wow. has like a, a conversation with somebody uh, with the Hicks, as they say in the book, in the in the, in the movie, um, he can sort of relate in some way with a smile. So Zuck, uh, so he's, right. <laughs> Zuckerberg, yeah. like Zuckerberg, yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like an alien uh, everything. Yeah, he's like a, uh, uh, a he's like a um, what do you call it? Like um, uh, I forget what it's called, but. Uh, uh, never mind, but it's kind of like it puts on this fake face when he goes out in the world, but he's behind the eyes, he's wearing a mask basically at the same time. So he's, he's yeah. a fucking phony, big phony. But he loves he loves the idea. He loves the idea of writing. He loves the idea of photography. But he's confused right. by which one he likes more. And he definitely seems to be a person who has never actually had much fr- many friends. And way more is he's way depressed. more excited about the putting his dough to the grindstone and just working, and that's how he wants to live his life. So, yeah, righteous. Um, yeah, he, they, I think they did not too bad of a job of portraying that for him as a character. If they had a scene where he was practicing smiling in the mirror, it wouldn't seem out of character for him right. <laughs> too much, you know. Yeah, uh, he definitely comes off as a piece of shit scumbag a lot yeah. in this movie the moment you see him in this movie. the moment yeah the moment you see him well oh, yeah, yeah his entry is like i i guess banged a morgue attendant for a photo of a dead baby it's <laughs> like the baby photo baby photo man where's my what? goddamn dead baby awesome. that was the first thing i wrote in the notes after that i was so like oh great. here we go fuck yeah what, what a way to intro a character it's like yeah that that's gonna be a hard guy to like for the rest of this movie <laughs> right I mean, that's... I love the opening too. The the opening flight attendant. He's just like, if I would see see all this blood and shit everywhere, I would not be getting closer oh. to this fucking plane. You know what I mean? Like, I know oh. it's in the script, but I would be running away. Oh, so they putting my hands to it, and, like wiping it, and like, nah, I'm like, nah, dog, it's not gonna happen. No, <laughs> no fucking it, way. No. Dude. You know, well, nothing, is, nothing. Dick D's is doing. I would do in real life. <laughs> like, even from the start where he's going into a cemetery with a flashlight at night to go investigate this thing. <laughs> obviously, an issue and rubbing blood on a tombstone, kicking it over, and then starting a fight with like and everything that he's Kid doing. Rock, <laughs> yeah, or Kid Jerry Cantrell, <laughs> or even like yeah, or even once he goes into the 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 night flyers plane, like in. Literally, it's covered in guts, and he's like, here's screaming from the airport, and it's completely isolated. He's like, I'm going to keep taking pictures in here while <laughs> chaos is blasting yeah, off. He's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, he needs that front. In the book, he's always thinking of, while he's chasing um, the Night Flyer. Um, he's always thinking about what he's gonna, what the front page will look like, what the the, the bold and tight, what typeface he's gonna, it's going to look like. He's just completely obsessed with that idea. Mm. Um, the entire time he's completely obsessed by it and uh, and it's also interesting too in the in the short story like in the in the in the movie um you see him like you know going to uh, uh airports like r- the next day but in the in the short story it's like it's taking him like weeks to find this fucking guy he's calling all these airports trying to find uh the number of the plane uh right. making sure it's got the right sort of like red uh underlining it's got the right sort of carriage on the bottom because like in oh, the, yeah, it's the man. The man in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. Right? It's like a sure kind yeah. of the same idea. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dwight Renfield, which I think is a great name, <laughs> which is oh, maybe yeah. real name. I'm not sure, but you never. That's the <laughs> most. That's the the best part about it. It's like you never actually know if this guy's is his real name or not. Who knows? So. I just know Renfield is being part of uh, Bram Stoker's he's, Dracula. He's bugs, like the, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That shitty dude. Right. Uh, that's that's which I think is like a nice toss in there. But didn't didn't wasn't uh, someone good Nick Cage? Didn't he just have a movie about this shit? 
Renfield. Yeah. Renfield, and he's, Renfield. A, he's a, it's not that bad. I didn't think it was that good, but it's not bad. I, I haven't. I, it, was, seen it, it was okay. I didn't even heard anything about it. I, but I, I like. I like. Cage um, is great in it, of course. Who always. is? Who is? Um, Renfield and Bram Stoker's record. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. But I, it's not Lou oh, Reed. It's, 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 um, it's that Tom weird. Tom Waits, right? Oh, is it? It's Tom Waits. I don't, yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's Tom Waits. Huh. Yeah. Oh, maybe like, I'm thinking of that. Who's the I guy in Dracula that. Dead and loving it? Who's that guy? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's what I thought that's of immediately. Uh, <laughs> too, man. It's Janos, man. Janos. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, he's great. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tom Waits. But he's always like, my master. All the time eating <laughs> bugs and shit. But then Renfield is like eating bugs and like he's like got superpowers and shit. It's still a fun right. movie. But it's, but yeah, it's it's, not, it was, it was, it was way different than I was expecting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. There's a weird combination of styles for it's very strange. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I think Nicholas Cage was a great vamp, a great Dracula or vampire, whatever you, whatever you was, and he's a lot of fun as that vampire character. Um, uh, once bitten? Oh no, no, that's Jim Carrey. Never mind. That's yeah, once bitten. Yeah, I think Vampire's Kiss is the one we talked about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was like we were that weekend. We were hanging out together. That's where the yeah. meme came from with his crazy face. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. <laughs> yeah, the whole shit, crazy stuff. Um, I, I like I like uh, monster design variations. For me, on vampire variations on teeth. Other than the boring, typical, like, too long canines, any variation of that, I'm like, that fucking rules. I love it. I love Nosferatu's original teeth, the two in the front, and this beast's teeth, I think, fucking rule. And they did a great job with practical effects. Yeah, this thing was awesome. And, yeah, as you you find out and, of course, can guess, there's just people that are dead everywhere just have, like – where Frankenstein bolts would go into the, the monster from Frankenstein's bolts would go in the side of his neck, basically size holes. And you're like, huh, that's not typical to vampires. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> in the, the short story, they mentioned that uh, the cops, their lead is like somebody must have had, like uh, stuck in like a, like a, 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 a rail spike in both, uh, oh. both like for the aorta and the jugular every wow. time. Like they didn't think it was teeth because this flesh was so gnarled and meshed and fucked up. They had no idea what it, what it could have been, but look, this is dude's just definitely a serial killer. He's, he's got a pattern to himself. Mm-hmm. So there's somebody, right? So they're using something that's uh, handmade, and like, like it's, it's, I thought it was really fascinating. And it's cool did they to explain, use it here too. Did they explain at all the uh, uh, at least at their guesses on the alarming lack of blood? Yeah, they mentioned that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, I like, what would you even think as an investigator? You're like, what are you use a fucking funnel system? Like, what are yeah, right? How would that even work? That's fucking crazy to even think. Right, it's kind of it's a little bit of a play on like Exorcist three though too, because there's a part in Exorcist three where uh, George e. Scott's uh, priest friend gets killed, and his body has been uh, hacked up, but the um, Jiminy killer uh, drains all of his blood in a perfect uh, perfect fashion, so like there's not a drop of blood spilt. So huh. I'm thinking it's a little. I think Stephen King saw that. He was like, "That's fucking rad." That rolls. Let me yeah. <laughs> let me let run me harder that. on that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Exorcist three came out like eighty nine or whatever. So this in the the Nightmare Dreamcapes came out ninety two. So like pretty close together. So right. Uh, well, apparently he has powers to control minds too. Like uh, I'm not really sure how he does it, but there's mind meld controls. And there's one of the people who he mind controls is they they call his sixty one year old lady who uh, has now, like, got the hots for him and gets, like, her hair done and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, that, that was so weird. That was so yeah, strange. And then they called her 61, and she's very obviously, like, 80. Is there... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. That, that's, that's, like, word, from, word for word from the book as well. So. Oh, right on. 
Man, I w- yeah. I also like how when the cop sees that lady dead, he looks like he wants to fuck her. Yeah. You said it, Mike. In the short story, he's like, um, uh, Dees has to pay this cop, this constable, like 25 bucks for like info. And he's like, Man, you know, when she was going to bed, she was getting ready to fuck. Like, he was, <laughs> to fuck. was like, that's kind of weird. Man, he but, writes some okay. fucked up shit. I love Stephen King, but goddamn. <laughs> he does write some fucked up shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't realize this, but like, it, there's on the the IMDb trivia, uh, they actually hit up a lot of Stephen King stuff. And there's a newspaper at the beginning of the movie where you see a lot of articles, right? Um, yeah, a lot of different that. things. That, cool. I guess he covers, right? You have the yeah. uh, the headless Lamaze lead, um, which is um, there's a short story called "The Breathing Method," which is a woman who I think has a car accident hits a tree her head is decapitated but her body still breathes so the baby can come <laughs> out at some point whoa which is a really great story uh we have strawberry uh, strawberry spring uh, which is a, a take on um spring hill jack uh which i'm sure we all heard before on the last podcast but uh yeah uh but um there's a couple of those and there's some children the corn stuff in there called the kitty cultist and kansas worship creepy voodoo god Oh. Um, we have Naked Demons, um, leveled by Lawn, which is a, a nod to the Lawnmower Man, and the Ultimate Killer Diet, Gypsy Curse, Flay's Fat Lawyer's Flesh, which is from Thinner. That Holy pretty, shit, nice. dude. It's pretty cool. I think Sick. Thinner's pretty underrated, little too. shit like that. Yeah, I, pa- I paused him even to look at it, and I was like, oh, cool. I, was, I wanted to see what their headlines were all about, and I was like, oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Pretty nice. Also, yeah, I wanted to a- say, did y'all... Go ahead, Jeremy. I'm saying that's, that's, that was, I was like, that kind of blew my mind too because I read it like uh, the other night. I was like, wow, there's a lot of fucking cool info in here. They put in that newspaper. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I love it when you see little Easter eggs and shit like that in movies and TV shows. It's not like uh, in the movie Cat's Eye where like they see like Christine c- car drives up and then like a dog that looks like uh, um, looks like yeah, <laughs> that rolled like walked past it, and there's all these like Stephen King crazy nods the whole like for like a hot like three minutes. Like, whoa, okay, I get it. Holy shit, there's too much <laughs> going on. But Jesus Christ! <laughs> and you find out later, like I did, I find out later. I'm like, oh, he wrote the script. Okay, I King's well, on smoke high, cocaine high, so he's he's rocking and rolling, beaming through the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking out of his mind. I love it. He was the I real night flyer, dude. Cocaine. This movie. That was crazy. What? I was surprised that, 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 that uh, Richard D's didn't do coke in this movie. I was like, we got yeah, right. right. No shit. All right. Yeah. Well, I do like how that's what I was gonna say. Dan Monahan. Uh, did y'all ever see Porky's as a kid? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So that that's fucking what's his name? That's Pee Wee from fucking Porky's. The the um um oh. their their boss or whatever. The, the head of the, the head the, of the, the, the dork paper. dude who's the head hand. of the paper, yeah, yeah, that's oh, fucking wow. Pee from Porky's. Shit, I was like, I, it was killing me when I was watching this movie the other night. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Sure enough, I looked it up. He's in all, like he only he's only has like twelve acting credits. Three of them are fucking Porky's movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, even even less than that, the the female lead, I don't think I recognized her from it. Absolutely, no, the Phoebe Cates lookalike. I thought it was. Yeah, her. Phoebe Cates I thought it was yeah, her I first. Like, oh, titties. Oh, I and I saw the credits roll, and her name is Julie Antwistle. Antwistle, yeah. Antwistle, yeah. Wonder she's related to the who basis. We also have like you also have like uh, 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 what's his name, Merton Worst, and uh, Don Monahan. That's the actor's name, but he looks just like fucking like um, uh, uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Joey Pants, dude. Like, just like Joey Pants. This movie's crazy. You know, Joey Pantolano from fucking the thing from uh, the Matrix. You know, come on, guys. The Congo. Bad Boys. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. Yeah, Captain he's, he's Bad Boys. Captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Fucking movies. Yeah. He's got that look, man. Uh, but this lady here, Julie Anquist, plays Catherine Blair. Not part of the story at all. Made her up. What the Wait, hell? Yeah. Catherine Blair's totally made oh, up. up for totally this. made up. Are you serious? Yeah, totally made up. It's for the that movie, was like I believe. Huge part of the movie. <laughs> but it makes sense that she's part of. She's made up for this movie to kind of give to make it fatter. You know, get some more story. No, in no, there. of course. Yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah. Does I can see that because still, really, the main story that's going on here isn't so much like you're pulling for whatever. You, you just. You really just want to see this uh, Richard D's fucking yeah, yeah, really though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. I want to see people die because my bloodlust needs to be said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting sort of like concept of just to, to follow this character that he that ever we'd all assume we just completely hate the entire time. <laughs> Um, fuck you everyone like over such an asshole. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah, there's something weird about it. I think that's why, and I fucking hate this guy, but I think that's why Donald Trump is so popular. It's <laughs> he's, right. he's yeah. such a dumb fuck. I can't help but like, God damn it's, you know, it's hard not to watch. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As long as uh, this guy's yeah. just kind of an asshole. He's just got that very, very, you know, just, I you know everything's I'm right. And everybody else is wrong kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very aggressive. Like, like I could not be perturbed by anything. Yeah. All in black. All yeah, black. He, what is dad jeans with the belt on? Oh, the dad jeans. jeans. <laughs> so great. Uh, oh, man. Those are fucking, those are some styling vans, man. <laughs> or Lee's. The Lee jeans. <laughs> some Levi's or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> with his rope belt, dude. Rock and uh, those are those are one hundred percent faded glories, dude. And then, oh, and yeah, dude. Man, oh man, that's yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that brand. I have this? not. It ain't faded for no reason, but it's still old glory. <laughs> I also love the score. I think the score kind of helps. The score's helps. great. Brian oh, Keen or something. What was his name? Uh, oh, I, Brian Keen. Yeah. I okay. Can't. Yeah, I remember because it's it's just the main theme or whatever. Of the, it's really cool, but it does kind of give me like TV movie kind of vibes. Like, oh, definitely. But I like oh, it. You know, it's yeah. it's just the right amount of creepy to it. Yeah, and I I see. I and apparently this I, premiered on HBO three months before it went in theaters. So I thought that was interesting, especially for that, when this came out. Okay, that that makes sense because I was gonna mention to you guys. Like, I remember seeing this oh. this thing on HBO quite a bit as a kid. Yeah, they they played it up. Fuckload on because again apparently it didn't re- it didn't test very well, so they tried that with HBO first and it still didn't do it. There was supposed to be a sequel that was going to follow the the girl further on in her stories. Oh, wow, and, and the guy, but you know, wow. didn't get enough funding because this one did poorly. Yeah, yeah. Did and they break even the, at least? Do we know if they broke even? Uh, I'm on. I, Let me see. I see box office here's one twenty five thousand, one hundred twenty five thousand box office. Yeah, that makes sense though, dude. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. when you fucking back in the day. Too, I mean, it, it's now like you it's, see it on streaming because everybody has streaming. But if you do that back then, nobody's gonna go fucking see it in theater if everybody's already yeah. paying for HBO, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, me and Mike talked about the Hitchhiker last Halloween, and Hitchhiker was produced by Showtime or H- I think it's Showtime, uh, HBO. Show, Showtime. Got, I, I can't remember. One of those two, but like it was, yeah. it was supposed to be released to theater. It made nothing. 
I mean, it's not even put on blue. It's not on Blu-ray. It's on 4K. This movie's wow. not on Blu-ray or 4K. It's yeah. just like I thought the Hitcher was. I thought I. Oh no! You have to get a foreign copy. Yeah. We have to, yeah, I think it's an English copy or some shit. But yeah. like, like, it's just like, but it's already after like, uh, 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 Dr. Howard's been dead. Like, it's just like it took mm. so long to get right. that back together again. It just it, there's interviews with him and stuff like that. And, and but it's just like, man, the, the licensing is just so fucked up. Like everybody could be close to death at this point. When we get a Blu-ray or 4K. It's like, damn. I, think I was ever gonna get Army of Darkness. I'm finally glad to <laughs> fucking resolve that shit. Problem with that is that, that the only thing that's in 4K is like all the other versions, the theatrical version, not the, the in 4K. It's in Blu-ray. It looks like shit. Mm, yeah, that <laughs> and I have it. It looks like crash. Yeah. The bu- uh, the budget of this thing couldn't have been cheap though, right? Because they're dealing with planes. There's there's so much uh, practical effects that they're using. I mean, they're probably not paying the actors and actresses much. I don't, there's no I real it like too expensive. Yeah, I don't I don't see it being. I'm trying well, to look, but hang on. Can can be um the guys who rocked Evil Dead and Army Darkness and so many other things. Uh, John uh, Dust Till Dawn and shit like that. Uh, those guys did this 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 one as well. I think they kind of probably did sort of uh took the lowest sort of price because like they love Stephen King movies more than likely mm. or war movies so they're like yeah fuck it we'll do it I mean it's also 90, 1992 this is not that later or earlier it could be the same time or actually almost pretty close to the same time as Army of Darkness actually because I think Army of Darkness is 93 so these are probably right. pretty close together so these guys are still trying to make names for themselves getting up in the business so were they uh, this was released this was a 97 release wasn't it Oh, you're right. You're right. It is 97. Yeah. So, so they had like, a little bit under their belt by then. You're right. Yeah. This is like more close to Dust Till Dawn era stuff. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because even some of, some of it kind of looks like the Dust Till Dawn vampire faces a little bit. It looks like an 80s like, movie to me. Yeah. A lot everything, of it does. To yeah. me, everything about it, the outfits, costumes, kind of very, how it's shot, the look of it. Yeah. It's yeah. very 80s to me. Would agree. Um, it's got a, um, it definitely got that feel for sure. Uh, to the point where you're kind of surprised yeah. to see a flip phone in it, and you're like, "Huh, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're right." I didn't this is only two years away from Limp Biscuits' major reveal. One of those days, between my Cessna, <laughs> my black Cessna. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and I love the idea, and King. You know, he still has his ideas now. It was a million dollar budget. Sorry, finally found it. Million dollar budget. Okay, wow. And it grossed 125 grand. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, it made 91 grand its opening. So I guess they only ran it for one weekend or something. Damn. Ouch. Brutal. I don't know, man. I think I I think it's still pretty good for this kind of movie. Honestly, back in 1992. Well, one that premiered for months and months on HBO. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, it must have it must have made yeah. some sort of nut. I think what really makes it feel old is the way they talk about computers in this movie. Like, oh, that old electronic <laughs> box isn't going to get you anywhere, Sonny. <laughs> so weird, dude. Yeah. So weird. Hell, people like, what text. the fuck's a newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that pretty odd, really odd too, because like, like, I, there's none of that stuff in the short story at all. There's no computer talk or any of that kind of stuff. There's no. Uh, talking to a recorder, uh, mostly just like writing notes down, all that stuff. Because I think the the obviously the 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 short story is older than that than the than the adaptation. But like, yeah, I, I find it so weird when the fucking head editor heads heads uh, up to like uh, what's they call her like uh, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, right? Like Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, Jimmy? yeah, yeah. She's, she's Jimmy. like, Jimmy. you can find a little bit 
something more after than just uh, looking at this electronic box, right? Like, what? Like, you have computers <laughs> all over your fucking office building. Like, this is all <laughs> what makes the things possible, asshole. Like, I'm so confused. With your but, dumb computer box? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> your dumb computer box. Uh, but it's, just, it's very fascinating to me, man, because like in the uh, uh, in the short story, it's just it's just really analog the whole time, and it kind of like, the kind of the only mission the computer wants with her, but right. she's also the person who's figured all this shit out. That's why that Deez is not there. He's flown out. She's the one she doing all the work. The boss keeps fucking her over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's trying to like fuck them both. He's he's really a right. greaseball in this thing. Like he's like, well, you know, you know, check it out. That's when you see his nefarious laugh. He's like, ha, 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 I love this job. <laughs> that guy's so creepy. No wonder it's peewee. Peewee, yeah, dude. <laughs> peeping on people and ruining people's Fucking lives. Fucking creep, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone one. remembers Porky's for, is that this this kind of sexual assault that happened. Oh. Peewee, thank you. <laughs> There's a little corkscrew in the wall. <laughs> yeah, garbage. Fucking great. <laughs> well, the, the mechanic here uh, that, that uh, Dee's eventually meets at one airport, uh, Ezra, the mechanic, is probably the most Stephen King character, if there's ever a Stephen King character ever been, honestly, in my opinion. This man is mm. so much like Judd from Pet Cemetery. It oh, is yeah. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And in the book, he's very similar. And um, uh, 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 the narrator in the audiobook also says. He, very similar uh, spoken as well, but like in the in the short story, he, he he's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, I I thought I knew something, I seen something, maybe if I've seen like, uh, you know, maybe Jefferson, he's like, and then like he's just like, you know, what about Abraham Lincoln? It's like, oh, it gives me it gives five bucks, you know, it's just like this sort of play on money. It's kind of like kind of remind me of like Naked Gun, like this scene of Naked Gun. <laughs> <laughs> the transaction they game which is a fucking hilarious scene but like there's so much more uh internal play with deeds in the short story like his brain is constantly working he's like this dude ain't completely dried up yet he's got plenty of fucking more information he's not telling me but like, i still have to fuck around these with these podunks and at one point i'm like mm. i'm fucking ready to rock and roll out of here i'm fucking done it's like well, maybe this might be one more thing I want to talk about, and then get some more information. But like, yeah, it's a cool play on a lot of that. But that's a classic, sort of a classic Stephen King thing, though. Like, most of his main characters are pieces of shit. You hate them eventually, yeah. And they die horrible deaths, and and sadly, then their family dies horrible deaths because because they're a piece of shit. So, or they're traumatized, and then they get cancer and they die. So, <laughs> <laughs> the American dream. <laughs> and die in debt yes <laughs> yeah, right. see this algorithm with Stephen King though like this uh, uh like cancer is always a problem like he's a, he had this terrible fear of cancer which I I get it I'm I'm terrified of it as well he almost gets but killed like, by a minivan yeah no sure. I understand that path for sure but King is always like cancer every time is cancer and it, and I think that's uh it's a play on that because like you know he's he was a big smoker he's big he was a big alcoholic back in the day and he always plays in those stops and in this the short story Man, he really lays into Ezra character quite a bit. He shits on him a lot, and it's like, are you like talking about your dad or who is who are you talking about? Like he's just shitting <laughs> on this guy so hard, but like, he gives him all the information that he needs, and he mm. just moves on. But uh, yeah, interesting it's, stuff. It's 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 like uh, I mean, does publications that really take pictures of like car crash gore 
and things like that. I mean, it, they're not really reputable reporters. Like those two paths don't ever intertwine, right? Like, did am I completely off base that there's a time in the 90s or 80s where you could just be like, hey, I'm going to feature a story of someone and here's pictures of the gory details and also, oh, here's a car crash I saw and here's pictures of the car crash. And <laughs> this is also what yeah. happened along the way. And then uh, that was all in the part of a story of like an actual reporter getting down to the nitty gritty. Like, I mean, it kind of reminds me of Nightcrawler, dude, a little bit. Like this, like, well, I'm yeah, here. I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. it. I'll, I'll get it on the fucking grossness. I'll just take pictures of fucking people's bodies. And all he has to say to the one of the constables is, yeah. I'm, I'm depressed. I'm yeah, pressed. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. But I think it's probably a true thing, though, dude. Honestly, just going like, like I'm pressed. And just take pictures of fucking dead bodies and shit. It's crazy. That can't be right. That No, there's no fucking way. Cops don't want people, ta- anybody taking photos of dead bodies, no. dude. No, they, but they have like met, have all their, you know, personnel and everyone on the scene and all that shit. Yeah, and they got everything roped off. Yeah, yeah, come in there and fucking get, get screwing up all the evidence and yeah, no fuck no. Moving the body's hand so we can take a picture of the fucking dead person's face. Like that, that's true. Yeah, I mean, unless you, you, I mean, how much money are you gonna shift to that fucking sheriff, that constable though? I don't know. So what I mean, do we got? On, what do we got in hand? He didn't look like he was getting anything. <laughs> no, he was not. No. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Yeah, but, but I hear you for sure, man. If, uh, uh, yeah, maybe th- I'd have to bang a- him on a fucking slab like he did the mortician. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> How cold these slabs are. <laughs> well, his back was against the slab. So, what was going on there? My back's against the slab. <laughs> <laughs> back against the slab. <laughs> I did find it interesting, though. I'm, I'm not sure if, he, if, he, if King ever did some research on these uh, sort of uh, these uh, photographers and sort of reporters or whatever, but like, like I, I'm guaranteed. I, he writes what he kind of like experiences. So I'm sure that he, his time where he did cocaine got fucked up and mm. really messed a lot of shit up and lost his fucking mind for a hot second. He definitely uh, played some, definitely doing some play on that kind of type of deal uh, with this movie. I mean, this movie, but this is a short story. But like, I mean, the the book, the short story is so well written though. It's like, man, I don't, it's so different from these two, not totally different, but like the way that he writes compared to the movie you know what i mean like they're mm-hmm. the descriptions that he he, he talks about because a lot of it's in d's head i mean these is just like writing in a plane thinking about the news the, the the article the story um sometimes kind of like you see a little bit of a the, the corner of his life from the past uh it's really interesting that they they were able to get this and adapt it and make a full movie out of it because like a lot of it just plays in fucking d's head the entire time Hmm. Right. What well, could very much also yeah. play in D's head is how does a reporter afford an airplane? Is are they <laughs> no, cheap? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are Cessnas reasonably priced like a used car, maybe, or are they fucking thousand dollars? Like robber or something. <laughs> <laughs> True. Fuck. I have no idea, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Neither did I. Uh, now I need to know. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe maybe we should know. Day, you actually made, I mean, you could probably he probably makes good money. The guy seems like he's writing all the sleaziest, shitty stories. You know, that's true, dude. Yeah, it's weird. I imagine weird new, news, well. huh? Yeah. What uh, is this weekly world? Uh, what's, what's that magazine we used to? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Weekly yeah. World News, National Enquirer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. That one too, shit. man. Yeah. I know. I still Damn remember seeing Bat Boy on the front Bat cover Boy, or whatever. Bat Boy, dude. Bat Boy. Yeah, dude. God, I remember those sleazebag fucking. Yes, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, no, that's not 
real. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, crazy is they had immigrant. Some shit. He's like he's working like working the lawns and shit. Like what? Yes, yeah. <laughs> the they, they had no accountability for they literally anything they said. They would, every day would just be like. What's the craziest shit we could throw on here? And people right. standing it's like in what line. Fox News does now on television. Pretty much. Right. right. <laughs> and it's just like whoever's standing in line trying to buy fucking toilet paper, like you're trapped there with this magazine staring at you. And you're yeah. like, huh? Really? Maybe this right. was the start of real conspiracy theories, dude. It could definitely didn't didn't help. There was no yeah, didn't help. It's the catalyst. I mean, in the, the the beginning of the short story, the the uh, what DC's writing is as a uh, they forced him to go out to the national the uh, not the national but like sort of the uh, the local zoo, and uh, the the zookeepers there were talking about how how much the penguins they had their their, their intelligence was so above capacity of human beings, there could be a possibility of a penguin uprising at some point because they're so intelligent. <laughs> And these is like, what the fuck are we even, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing here, man? Like, it's so fucking, I'm so like bummed and like, this is ridiculed because I'm like, doing a fucking penguin story about a penguin uprising. It's fucking ridiculous. It's very, uh, it's like Hitchhiker's, <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with the Dolphins. Very um, thank you for all the fish. Yeah. Thank you for all the fish. Uh, but like, like he, but he's so used to fucking looking at dead babies and shit. He loves that shit. And it's just like, it's a totally different sort of different style. I love that I had seen that, but like, I think what they did for the uh, the adaptation, uh, I think what they did was a really good job. I mean, really, what what else could you do? You know, I mean, it, it still holds up really well to me. I mean, yeah, I, I fucking enjoyed it. I did too. I was like, uh, you know, some some spookiness. Finally, I enjoyed it a lot more than the three series we did. And let's be real, like some <laughs> Stephen King adaptations are done really poorly. Yes, they are. Oh, yes. God, dude. A lot of them so are. So it's yeah. always good to get one, even though I still like one of the worst ones, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I like Maximum oh, yeah. Overdrive too, movie. dude. I do not care. That's still a fucking great film to me. I still love it, oh, but yeah. yeah, it's Trucks. It's called Trucks, I think. And they did, a, they did an adaptation after, like a decade after uh, Maximum Overdrive. They did an adaptation called Just Trucks, and it's, it's pretty fucking awful. It's got an awful cover. Please, do your favorite and look it up. I think this did, 97, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> red Trucks rose or whatever. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of bad ones. I mean, if I we talked, we talked about uh, me and Mike talked about it last uh, a couple weeks ago. We were all hung up at Strong's place. Children of the Corn, terrible fucking adaptation. It's awful. Oh, so yeah, awful, yeah, it's dude. So movie. fucking bad, boy, really bad. And this is just like again, it's one of those ones that happens to be really fucking good. And it's, it's, really it's definitely passable, dude. Uh, my only issue with it is that I didn't read the short story, and I don't I can't yeah, compare too. it to. I, I can't compare it to the real deal, so I don't know. But uh, it seems well, I, like. Uh, uh, yeah. But what did you think about it, like overall, dude? I mean, you have to like. Oh no, it to... no, 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 no! I thought it was great on its own. I think it stands alone as a good thing. Uh, I like things that kind of work out this way. I really enjoy that. Uh, the shittiness of the lead character and what ends up happening to him is kind of <laughs> sick. I like that that level of a demented ending is always like, oh, okay. Then this was actually a great movie. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah. I did want to mention too, I love the flight mechanic. He gives me like um the old man or whatever that D's goes and visits. Yeah. He's got yeah. like the kind I of ninety used... forties voice, you know, the fella it didn't seem proper. Yeah, Ezra, <laughs> yeah, Ezra, dude, he because smoke smoke cigarettes. The judge character the uh judge character from like a pet cemetery. Yeah, that guy. What did he say? His well, coat, his coat was darker than a beaver's asshole or something. Oh, and uh, that's what I wrote down. It's blacker than a woodchuck's asshole. Woodchuck's yeah. asshole. Yeah. 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 He wore a big cloak. <laughs> that's the way he says it. It's so funny. 
And for some reason, there's a, yeah, there's a period him. of time too in Stephen King's life, uh, short story life where he talks about woodchucks a lot. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know where he was at the time, but cocaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. But yeah, his plane, his plane definitely looked a lot like the uh, like a Batmobile version of a plane in the fifties or sixties. You know, uh, it's just that red and black color combo just gets you a little stoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I love very Dracula esque. Yeah. Very much so, yeah. And I, 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 I just love the idea of like a vampire basically just, just basically just flying his coffin from point A to point B. Pretty fucking rad. I do too. It's a great idea. I mean, Mike, who's like obsessed with planes, his dad has a plane and has his pilot license. I was like, man, I think I found a horror movie you might actually want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. And it's free on YouTube. That's free. the craziest. Like, yeah, yeah. In HD, yeah. man, that HD in link you sent was clean. It's yeah. pretty clean, dude. Yeah. Look good. It, Cause like I found a, I found like the, there's another version on there. I started watching and it looked terrible. So I ended up using the Yandex app and just found the HD version on there until you sent it to me. So it was perfect, perfect timing. Cool. Well, I, I also love the idea of, um, of uh, there's no true Renfield and what, what, what eventually becomes a Renfield is, uh, is D's. Beast yeah, comes exactly. Renfield. Yeah, and then he gets turned into yeah. Well, you know. So let's go. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get into that. So he he lands chasing. He chases he chases Renfield down to this airport. It's in I don't know Washington or something. I think it is. I can't remember. I can't remember where they went to, but it doesn't really matter where the fuck they went to. Well, it's a it's a bigger airport than the, the usual airports you've been flying into. Right, and so the the to me the frightening part there was like. Oh yeah, no, he wouldn't fuck around at an airport filled with people. He's been landing around at smaller airports and getting away with that. And then he comes over the the radio transmission as he's flying in, and Renfield's just like, there's just screaming and fucking wildness in the background. What was a nice suspense builder is they did a good job of like how people were responding when they were trying to hunt down and figure out where the fuck he was. It was just like, right, haven't seen it hung up. Like he'll be in there, like, oh, right. I'm with the FIA, and it'll be the guy responding in the in the tower, just be like, oh yeah, 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 how's it going, man? We'd love to help you. Well, I'll just see you bring something up. Like, no, can't help. You. Didn't see it. Click. Yeah. Like no. Short short cutoffs with everything. This is fascinating, though. The ending is completely different, uh, almost completely different from the actual short story ending, uh, where um, Dee's is flying around uh, in circles for 45 minutes to get um, like permission to land. Oh, and wow. the lights go, the lights of the landing lights go out. Um, all lights go out because light, there's a lightning storm happening, lightning and thunderstorm happening at the same time. So one of the generators go out and he's just like, fuck it. I'm running out of gas. I gotta, I gotta fucking land and fucking radio silence is going on. He can't connect to anybody. And he's talking to his head the entire time. So he goes down to land. He has lights on and shit. He goes down to land. But, um, at, uh, at one point the radio comes back on and the, Dude on the end is like, uh, whatever number D's plane is, he's like, dude, you gotta fucking like, you can't land here. Get, you have emergency, you have a fucking, uh, a, a, another plane above you oh. trying to land at the same time. It's just, it turned out to be a 747. Oh, shit. So, like, his like fucking windows bust out and shit. And like, um, his back windows bust out, his fucking maps fly over the place. There's like rain coming through. Uh, weirdly enough, like it's, it kind of shows to how much of D's is a scumbag. He's like, I haven't been hit, but like he pulled a pocket knife out of his fucking uh, jacket pocket. Like he cuts his arms and he cuts underneath his eyeball 
to look like he's been hurt <laughs> to scam. Oh, oh as, as a way to explain why he landed all fucked up or what? Yeah, yeah. And he uh, he goes back on the radio and he's like, you know, motherfucker, I'm fucking landing right now. I'm landing here right now. Like, you didn't call me before. We had a radio silence, but um, you didn't call me to, uh, to tell me where to land. I've been trying to call you for the last 45 minutes. You've said nothing. I'm fucking landing here. If you, you don't let me land here, I'm going to come up. Basically, like, switch your head between your ass, man. I'm fucking landing. And he lands. Classic Stephen King lines, too. You get to listen to yourself. It's classic Stephen King shit. <laughs> he lands. He slides across the uh the, the roadway uh right by a a bigger 747 with people looking out at him as he slides and tries to figure out how to just not crash and he eventually eventually <laughs> crashes die. into a ditch and he when he gets he also pisses himself and he <laughs> gets <laughs> pissing himself uh, chinos and uh he brings out his uh his black and white uh camera and to take pictures and he get, when he gets out um he hears screaming, all the screaming and shit, because another lightning storm hits and kills the next, the second generator. So it's completely black. Everything is dead. And he's coming up to bodies that are headless. And he's Whoa. like, he's, he's hearing voices that are on the level and then being pulled up, losing sound and then a thud that hits the ground. And he's like losing his shit. He's like, oh, because he's like excited. He's like, fuck yeah, I took pictures of the fucking the right. plane and the bodies and shit. And he gets to the lobby and his body's fucking everywhere in the lobby, like headless, torn up, all this shit. And inside of him, he starts to fucking, he starts to lose it. Because he's, he's a pretty mm. cool and calm and collective guy. He's seen dead, bo- dead babies, dead bodies, headless bodies, all right. this shit. And he loses it. He's like, this is a fucking, it's, I can't it's handle too this much, shit. right? No, yeah. right. And he goes, he runs to the bathroom, kind of like you see in the in the movie. He goes to the bathroom, but he goes to throw up. And he throws up in the stall. And when he's throwing up in the stall, he's like, he's like, he's just kind of like seeing himself in his own, like the mirror image of himself in the toilet with the vomit and shit. And um he sees he hears like uh footsteps walk in. And what it's pretty cool. King, man, he can really hit some cool imagery up shit sometimes. But what he sees is like he sees all the crevices of the urinals, that the you know, the uh the um, um uh the stalls, like like the sitting stalls. He can see like uh the mirrors on the outside through those through those cracks. Yeah. And he sees a dude pit sees he sees the blood piss into the urinal. Oh and he's wow. like, holy shit. He can be seeing it through a mirror the whole time, like through the through the cracks. Right. Yeah, you see a dude walk up after pissing and washing his hands to the fucking mirror, and that's when he hears um, when he hears Dwight like fucking like, you know, I know you've been my you, you're trying to be my 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 sort of uh, 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 biographer. Biographer. Me and reporter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he said he kind of imagine he, he what he says in the book he's just like like I heard him from one side and at at the same time simultaneously within three seconds I could hear him right next to my ear he's so close to my ear I could feel his hair I could feel his breath on my ear and he he says something like like it's like a thousand tombs for over a thousand years I could smell it mm-hmm. and like like your camera. That's name. Film, give it to me. <laughs> you know, it's like show that, <laughs> which he does in the movies, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's like, he's like, but uh, 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 Dee's is like, you're real, and and fucking Rinfield's like, so are you for now. And uh, <laughs> pretty cool, man. It's pretty rad. And um, yeah, he, t- he takes the camera, he takes the film and shit, and like after all the pissing and vomiting that he does on yeah. himself, uh, 
he waits for the door to close and he walks out and uh when he walks out he sees he's slipping over all the dead bodies and shit and he sees the vest in the start to take off and uh while he's see- seeing this vest to take off uh, cops come up behind him and like fucking like yo dude get the fuck on the ground you you know and they're trying to arrest him and at the same time all the windows are broken out and the press just show up and start taking pictures of him there's like Hey, it's the press, and it's just pick of this guy who's full of blood, piss, and the <laughs> only survivor in the in a field of people, huh? Yeah, yeah, and gotta get uh, that shot. Yeah, and the only thing that that uh, D's could think of is like like that fucking like blood, piss in the urinal, like the whole time. He's like, I can never, can never, I can never think, forget about this. This is like <laughs> in my brain forever, haunting forever. <laughs> And the plane just that's takes crazy. off, and that's like the end of the story. It's crazy. Well, I, I would think I, I think the way that they did it in the movie, I I kind of enjoyed that more than the idea of him just well, I being love fucked up ending. I like it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah like too. him being blamed for the murders and stuff. I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, it's a very like cartoonish banana slip on the blood, and then fucking like lands on. He goes down to chase, and he, and Blaine Ferry even told me he's like, dude. If you chase me down, I will eat you whole. I was like, yeah, fuck, dude, yeah, that's awesome, cool. dude. That's, awesome. that's a cool that's thing to say. That's threatening. It's so shit. cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. You don't really see him. You don't even understand what the fuck he is. And literally the next thing this dumbass does is chase him down. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, well, he's like, show me your face. Show yeah. me your fucking face. Yo, he's not like, the brightest. No, yeah. no, no. Boy's and in the, in the short story, he's just like, I don't want to see your face. I don't want to see you. He says that, um, I think he says in the short story, like, like, if I give him the footage, I have nothing else left. But he thinks about it for a hot second. He's like, wait, I have my life. I like that a lot much more. Give him the film. He gives him the film. And he's like, he's way more sympathetic a little bit in the book than he is in the, in the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Also, yeah. I think this is the first movie I've never seen a guy named Claire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Claire. Yeah. Claire. <laughs> Claire. Claire, that's my friend Claire. <laughs> it's an old school name. It's it's like what's his name in um uh, uh, uh No Country Old Men. Uh, uh, James Brolin's jo- Josh Brolin's name in there. Like this, like crazy, like a name that's oh, like yeah. an old school oh, name. But uh, fucking like Llewellyn, Llewellyn, Llewellyn Malls, Llewellyn. And then that chick's like Irish, and she nails that fucking hick accent. She really does, dude. Agreed. Kelly yeah. McDonald, I think. I think you're right. Also, I got to mention that the um, the two people that get killed uh, by uh, the vampire man, um, it's a pretty cool short story, short sort of history with them in this short story that they had one son and the one son that got uh, that left the farm uh, <laughs> became a drug addict. Of course, he lives in Miami and he's <laughs> trying to like fly. He's trying to fly from point A to point B, smuggle drugs. And what he does is that he, he's so high on fucking coke, he thinks that the runway is clear, but it happens to be just like clear water. And he hits a fucking stump in this creek and fucking die. He throws his body like a thousand feet, catches oh. him up, he catches on fire and shit, and is dead on arrival. And what the fuck? they think that they're like like that it was the, it wasn't his fault. It was the drug dealer's fault. So they, they blame it all on drug dealers. So what they do is they they buy all this property. And they create their own strip for landing, and they just uh, they, they try to find dealers, and they do several times, uh, which is very wild. So, like in, the, in that town, everybody in town, like they were killed by they got they got hit. There was a hit huh. put on them because they were fucking they're trying to stop drug dealers, and they did it like three huh. times. So that's crazy. pretty dope. That was fascinating. Yep. 
Yeah, those are things that you can't really portray all that well in a film. That's uh, they put a lot in there for an hour and a half long. I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, it really well. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think you need any of this stuff. I think it just flows well by itself, honestly. Yeah, there's certain things like that you could just leave to the book. That's what makes those right. good, you know. Right, right, right. I, I get that. Yeah, but I think that yeah, I'm with Mike though. Like, and you guys, I just think it's, it flows well by itself. But like, the, the it's really fascinating. We hear a, a short story that's an hour and thirty minutes on Audible. It's like, why well, get a little get some really cool, fun backstory stuff <laughs> from these characters? And it's like, wow, kind of blows you out of the water a little bit because like right. King doesn't. King short stories are never like just like, eh, here's an idea I had. No, he's, he's got a lot shit in there. He got a lot of cool shit in there, and that's that really are fascinating. Yeah, I, I I agree, man. I just uh I just really like the the film's ending for uh D's more. I don't know. I, I like too. the idea too, of it. D's nuts. D's nuts. He's nuts, man. <laughs> Richard D's. Dick D's. Dick knees. D's dick and balls. Dickies and balls. I'm down with D's nuts. D's dick and nuts. Fucking great. Terrible. Uh, but yeah, the fucking uh. So yeah, the ending basically he he uh, sends him into hell, right? Which is you know yeah, yeah. what what he describes as hell. He's like, well, you want always wanted to know what hell looked like. Well, now you're gonna know, kind of deal. Yeah, and sends him. Apparently, and, you just kill zombies in hell. Apparently, it looks <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. like the airport, except it's got fog. And inside of that, I could fog, see that. That makes sense. The airport being <laughs> yeah, that that, that is a great landscape for hell. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> and. Uh, Everyone he took photos of is basically coming back to life in a zombie form and coming after his ass. And uh, yeah, his return, he sees a break. He chops him to pieces with an axe. Yeah, <laughs> break here in it's case so of emergency. Insane. And boy, if there's ever been a bigger emergency than that, uh, yeah. fucking break that bitch open and grab the axe and just starts, holy shit, like massacre chopping everything in sight. Brutal. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking nuts, dude. And then, of course, Snaps back to reality and cops are like, Oops, what, gravity. Sorry. what are you oh, doing? There goes gravity. <laughs> Oops, right? there goes gra- <laughs> cops, yeah, what are the you cops. doing? It's so stupid. <laughs> and he's just sitting there chopping in circles and he's just like, I gotta get these fuckers off of me, man. Gotta get these motherfuckers <laughs> off me. But that, that explains like four or five of like the chop marks around, but it still doesn't explain how like one man can overtake a hundred people in a terminal with an ax. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking about that before and I kind of thought about that for a long time, but I, I, I kind of think that it's all of a, an illusion. Like he got the ax, but like, I think um, they were all dead already. Cause I think, yeah, Greenfield already killed him already. And so yeah, like, he, he just, sees the bodies. When no, for sure. Through. For yeah. sure. They are. But the cops that are accusing him of being the murderer, I mean, it would take any idiot in a crime I mean, scene to be like he didn't. He didn't do this cops, with an axe. Dude. They were already small dead, town yeah. cops, dude. But granted, lazy, that like, kind of evident, they probably wouldn't even look at it that much. No, like, yeah, <laughs> they would just close it immediately. Like, no, this guy's a killer. Fucking do it though. And once again, I like how our reporters are just allowed immediately in with the cops <laughs> with the chat. <laughs> right there, yeah, right? come yeah, on was... in, come on in, take photos. Oh, your press, stomp right on in this blood pile, please. Of course, Walk yeah, please. Yeah, kick kick around. What some... are you doing? <laughs> Ruin what the evidence immediately. All the, <laughs> the touch DNA and shit just floating through there. It's like, nah, it's fine. Just come on I'm in, man. Get out of shit. <laughs> hey, hey, Mister, they're already dead. Stop chopping them up. <laughs> Why are you doing this, Mister? <laughs> Why would you do this to my friend Claire? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, small small Ridiculous. town cops is a fucking yeah, dude, local think, yokels. You'd think the FBI would have to get rolled into that case because what the fuck, man? There's a yeah. lot of dead people. I do believe the uh, FBI um, and yeah, the FBI are definitely involved in the uh, short story. There's some FBI play in there for sure. Yeah, yeah they would true. have to be. They would yeah, have to. Right. If they suspect a, suspect a serial killer. And yeah, he's like on his uh, multiple and victims. Flying yeah. in a plane that's crossing state lines. Crossing Jesus state lines, Christ, yeah. dude, this is that's a whole matter. Yep. Yeah. Well, this was post 9 11, boys. Maybe, uh, <laughs> <laughs> pre, for lack pre of better words, flew under their radar. <laughs> I mean, even to this day, no like, like exactly. Mike was telling me, a lot, a lot of those little fucking, like the small San Marcos airport, you don't have to file a fucking flight plan. You just, go <laughs> granted you're in a, you know no really major planes take off or land from there you know what i mean right. so you're not going to be able to go far in the plane you'll take but yeah i mean you don't really right. still have you don't have to file a flight plan when you take off and little things like that's crazy yeah. even yeah. in the post 9-11 world wow yeah, yeah. I mean, it still makes sense though yeah that's it's still wild but it still makes I mean, sense at the same time dude it's crazy yeah they're telling me about <laughs> fuck i should be they're telling me about like they get fucking drunk out there go out there and then they'll race cars out there on the ship yeah. hell yeah, yeah dude yeah, yeah. Fucking fly off in the plane dude. shit place at 2 a.m what else literally, are you supposed to do with there's the a, airship dude it's literally awesome. there's uh new waverly which is like maybe like a hot yeah, like 30 that. minutes yeah. from here dude yeah. they have their own quote-unquote airport there's nothing there but a strip. I don't know where the place is where they, running. they come. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but like, like you, 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 Stephen King gets all of his cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, like literally, like the plane will land before the public like library, and the library is like the biggest. It's 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 not even as big as fucking Tron's house. So it's like it's just like oh. it's crazy how small this place place is, right. but like like. You can just land. You're like, um, can somebody please like Uber me somewhere out of here? Like, like it's just like a desolate place. Like, well, the plane has the plane has to land and immediately turn back around and fly away. There's like nothing there. So, Whoa. yeah, it's, like, there's nothing there. There's no there's no pumps for gas. There's no radio controlled guy there What's to the speak. Like, point. Yeah, that's dumb. There's got to be there's got to be strips like that fucking everywhere though. Because even the ones Ask- we there's there's one we saw in here. Where the control tower was a log cabin. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah, that's like... that's the that's a couple that yeah they they created the uh the, the that that sort of thing for the drug dealers that fly through. Yeah, this made oh, their nice. own thing. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but like, like, is, is the are the uh radio radio trafficker guys like in the the Dollar General? Because that's a big place in <laughs> small town. <laughs> Dollar General, maybe I'm not sure, but, but man, <laughs> the one they're very station. orange. Orange Texas vibes. It's a fucking Denny's slash terminal, and then that's uh, oh, Orange Texas yeah. is literally a fucking rocks throw from where I grew up. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's what we were talking about it when you guys were down here. That's I had a mental breakdown. So in great. The Denny's that was. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember. I remember. I think it was I my didn't... first panic attack I ever had. Wow, <laughs> really? Okay. Denny's will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Orange, yeah. Texas. Orange, Texas. Yeah, those are the biggest part of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, you should I, let me know. I, I know some guys down there get you some good weed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that That'll panic. fix you right up, buddy. <laughs> Ease that panic attack. <laughs> fix you right up. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I, I think it's so. Fa- this story is so, sort of kind of fascinating because, like, like, King definitely had a great idea, and like, he really used it to the full extent. Like, like. 
these places are so rural, man. People can just hop in and hop out and kill a bunch of fucking people and just jump out. Like, you never know they're there. And it's going to take somebody else a week to fucking figure out the cops aren't figuring. The cops are so, they're just there. They're not thinking about anything beyond that. It's like, oh, it's going to be somebody local, right? Or somebody who drove through. Not a guy who flies through. It's just like, <laughs> right. So fucked up. And that's kind of how it is, in my opinion, to this day, honestly. These rural areas like this. Yeah. Yeah. Things will, things are a lot tighter around airports now, but uh, right. they got a lot of eyes on the sky. But yeah, like, like you guys are saying, maybe there's a backstrip fucking, you know, there's a, a, a little runway strip in the back alleys that you go to and just fucking have a time. I mean, like, like, like flying to, it's like flying to San Angelo, dude. It's, it's nothing there, oh, dude. God. It's just a tiny place. Like, there's nothing there, man. It's crazy, dude. There's nobody there. And it, yeah, it, like, for everywhere, like 30 everywhere, years. I've flown, everywhere I've flown in Brazil, like, there's always an airport in between the most major airports, and it is of rundown shack. And it's like the guy sitting <laughs> next to you is holding chickens under each arm and a fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's like that guy. Uh, who's that killer uh, guy? Where he had the plane in, in uh, Alaska where he'd like fly, his, like, oh. fly like people, the ladies out and like land. Oh, and, like, dude, that's kill. a fucked up story. I saw that a movie guy. Yeah. That. Yeah. Very similar. Uh, to that. I, I also believe that Stephen King mentions that guy in the short story, and he would like hunt him, right? He would hunt him, yeah. Run, hunt yeah. Him like He'd a, find prostitutes, like crazy. and like go to rural areas. Saw a movie on that. I gotta find that. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking insane. But like, it's very similar to sort of shit like that. It's just so rural that like like it's gonna be so hard to fucking find who those characters because you don't have to put a credit card down or a license license plate down or a license number down. But like. Yeah, I'm just like Joe Blow, whatever. Fuck it. Oh yeah, if you're if you're one of those kinds of guys that's just buying a pond hopper, and then that's that's yeah, that's holy shit, dude. Yeah, what, yeah, what your life is out like there. Oh my god. And I think that's what he. I think that's what he tried to play on upon the your fears of that. And then I think he did. It's pretty fucking scary, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I agree. It's pretty fucking nuts. Happens to be a vampire to piss his blood. So yeah, cool. <laughs> I'd stop me in my tracks. I'd stop following him and be like, right, dude, yeah, I would, I would stop doing everything he does in the rest of this movie. I would stop doing everything he does from the start of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm not going to be that piece of shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like having a hard day. He's like a hard day, hard life. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause sure. you're an asshole. Yeah. Cause you're yeah. a prick, dude. And not, not everybody else sucks around you. You just suck. Right. <laughs> it's not That's everybody self-awareness else. dude it can't right. possibly be every single other person on this planet but you shut up jimmy, right. <laughs> shut up, jimmy. <laughs> that shit gets so old and played out too it's like yeah. all right sh- we get it yeah. you're demeaning this woman you're objectifying her i get it yeah <laughs> but, jimmy. hello do- uh, jimmy. goodbye Dottie. hello D- jimmy oh, yeah, so <laughs> it makes sense for the time period though when the book came out it makes sense but like yeah it's played out now so Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I, I, I always think about it. Though, I've, I've thought about since the first time I saw this movie, though, like because they don't mention this in the short story at all because there's no Ginny or Dottie. And I think every time I hear Dottie, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a rebel Dottie, Pee Wee. But like, um, <laughs> the, the fact that he shows up and she's suffocated in that laundry bag, and I'm like, did he do this? Yeah, I always thought that too. I was wondering. Yeah. Oh, I, I was man. hoping that would kind of pay off in something like that because when they mentioned it's Dottie, a... I even made like a note on it, thinking it had been so long since I watched it, so I couldn't remember if it happened or not. And yeah, I really thought that that was going to come back as some kind of subplot, right. but 
No, this would have been so much better if they just didn't show the fucking vampire a second time at the end of the movie. Because if if they just left it as I is, do love that the potentially mystery. Really that, did, yeah. yeah, that this could all potentially be in his head. That's a demon in his head, and he right. might be responsible for a lot of these fucking murders himself. He himself flies a plane. He himself goes to has access right. to these locations. It could have very well ended abruptly after he gets cop. The cops show up and pull their fucking guns on him and kill him. Right. That's right. it, dude. They, you don't need to show the vampire after that. You don't need to show him as some fucking stud muffin looking fucking dude with blood, a little drop of blood coming out of his mouth and he's whipping his coat around and like, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> the fucking right. Fabio with a cloak on at the end. I don't, I don't need that, dude. Trench coat Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, it's a client again. It's a classic King move, though. I mean, the King. I mean, the adaptations are always going to be going to differ from his his original idea and his original like what he thought about what they look like and what it turns out like. And I think in his adaptation, it didn't turn out to be a Fabio guy in a cloak. It was just a, some sort of dork in a fucking three piece suit with a cloak on who doesn't work well with the 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 uh, the sort of just the people in the small town and they're just sort of kind of like surprised by who it is. They just sort of bring him in. Like they do in the, in the short story. Like, Oh, this guy looks like a, a total douche, but like, he seems like, he seems like <laughs> a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy though. I'll bring him with a beer and watch, watch a football game or some shit. And I'll introduce him to my wife and that's how it'll be. But then he just infects everything. And, and that's kind of how I felt like, Dracula would be just kind of come in. You invite him in like a threat, like a vampire. Total bring chat. him in, invite him in, and he just kind of ruins fucking everything, and which he does <laughs> lots of times. And he ruins a guy's life so much he can only wash part of the plane in one circle the entire time with a sponge. He can just wash that oh, one yeah, spot. So you can't wash the whole thing. It's washed yeah. one spot of the plane. <laughs> Is this some sort of new service you got going on out here? You can suck his dick after this, clap. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know and what? He looks a lot more like Will Forte than anything else. Oh, <laughs> I can see that for sure. Michael man. H. Boss. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Okay. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Dwight Renfield. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, has done, no one in here has done anything since except for uh, Miguel Ferrer. And like you said, Dan Monahan. That's about it. Fucking Pee Wee. Yeah. Fucking Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. man. I'll be damned. It's, it's it's an interesting sort of collaboration, but like these guys, uh, it's kind of for me. It's just a, a really cool. And me, like again, me and Mike talk about it for fucking years now. But like doing this movie, but like like we've, I think it's underrated. Um, I think it's sort of a kind of a a masterpiece in a way. Um, it's low key, but like you know, it's it, it moves really well. It's written really well. It's edited really well. The music works too, and I think it it's a really good fucking film, man. It really is. I agree, man. <laughs> I think it rules. It's uh, a devil. Look at that. I just sent you guys a picture is, of Wolf Forte. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, I agree with you completely on that, man. Um, I don't think I'd ever seen this film before this, to be honest. Actually, I know I haven't. I, think, I feel like I would remember it. The shit it would have fucked well me up, I think, pretty hard if I watched this as a kid. 
Huh. Yeah, I think I'm with you, Jeremy. I'm pretty sure I watched it on HBO as well, way back in the day. Yeah, man, many like many, many times. I watched this like at least like twenty times. I remember <laughs> so, renting. I, I still remember this VHS cover at. Oh, dude! Yes. Oh, I love this. Yes, Mike. Yeah, the cover. Oh, is, is that like, the one awesome. that has the? They put the fucking vampire on the yeah. cover. I will never understand that. I, I you never take away the entire either. mystique no. of the entire fucking yeah. movie. again. Yeah, I yeah, see Tron that video, it. and I'm like, like I fucking ruined it for him. I ruined everything. <laughs> I, I fucked it up. I didn't realize it was it was in a post like that. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? But this like, is how they. This is how shit would work this time, like or would work all the time, exactly like this. It's just like the entire purpose of this is a build up to showing this monster's face, for right. sure. That's like the right. most terrifying part of this entire thing. Yeah. And to slap it on something to like draw you into get that's like to me it seems like a movement of like desperation. Like, please, guys, this is. This is our yeah. last shot here. Yeah. This is like you're sending a dick pic to somebody, dude. <laughs> you know you want it. You know you, you want, know it. want it. Come on, please. Please look. Please, look. Look. please want it. <laughs> oh, oh, what is it? Oh, what are you? Straight to jail. And yeah, straight this to is a, This is a, one of those movies that it's, it's kind of lost in the uh, the trenches of time, and I'm glad that we're able to sort of bring it up because I think it's a great flick, and I think it should definitely have a 4K or some sort of restoration. It needs it needs that because, like, honestly, like Miguel Ferrer was, it, like I said before the beginning of the podcast, one of the greatest actors of all time. That dude deserves so to have some fucking some uh, some build up, man. Like some some like somebody has to like do this for him because like the dude deserves it. Man, he's a great actor. So he does a great job in this for sure. He carries the character really oh, he, well. Oh my god, yeah, he literally like he's his fucking knee should be broken for carrying this fucking film. does an incredible job. And you know, it's, it's not cool. to talk shit on the film, but he really just fucking sells it. And makes no, it he work. he he's the he's why you go watch this movie because he's a great he's the greatest part of this film in my opinion. But like, I, I this this blew my mind though, guys. Before we jump off here, this guy McGill Ferrer was the voice of John Johns. And uh, uh, Justice League Unlimited and Justice League. He was the fucking Martian Manhunter. I had no idea watching this shit as a kid growing up on WB that he was the fucking Martian Manhunter Hold in fucking on. Justice League. I was like, what? And he's, he's Martian Manhunter. I had what no idea. voiceover role that is. Huh. It's incredible. Yeah. He's yeah, the voice of mind, Martian dude. Manhunter. Yeah. Blows my fucking mind. Oh, shit. I, now I always forget Miguel Ferrara's cousins with George Clooney. I forget this what? too. Oh, his, um, right. Because his mother yeah. is uh, Rosemary Clooney. Yep. And apparently he was longtime friends with Carrie Fisher, who he encouraged and helped her prepare for her Star Wars edition. Makes no total sense. Shit, yeah, dude. pretty cool, man. Oh, no, uh, this is another little tidbit. Collector of vintage comics, Batman was his favorite. <laughs> Makes sense. Nice. Yeah, but this is one of the one of the really cool underrated movies, uh, horror movies, um, and I'm glad we are kind of like talking about it, uh, going out on it on how on October and yeah, please go check it out. Everybody you can watch the HD version. Um, there's a shitty HBO version too. You can watch it. I watched the first time. Man, don't watch that one. Oh, watch it's on the HBO. HBO. Damn, I didn't realize that. It's not on HBO. I'm talking just the HBO version on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. It, Rough. Uh, I watched that. It's rough. That's what I started, first. and I went to Yandex until you sent this league. I was like, oh, thank God he found a better one. <laughs> yeah. this, crazy job. enough, the HD version has the subtitles are like perfect. Like they work perfectly. I'm like, wow. Okay, crazy. Because I didn't even attempt them because half the time they're all fucked on YouTube. All fucked up. Yeah. But the, the HD version of uh, Night Flyer on YouTube, 
the subtitles work really great, but the HBO old school, the 1992 version, whatever it is, man, it works like shit and it looks like shit. And this movie deserves to look good. So, yeah. Check it no out. Doubt. Yep. Looks good in high depth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, cool, guys. Um, again, happy Halloween. Um, thanks, you guys, so much for checking us out, man. And, and please do us a favor. Check this fucking movie out. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a short ride, but it's a fun fucking ride. And I think you guys really like we we really dig it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, if anything, just to see how big of a dickhead Miguel Ferrar is. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just gives no fucks. That's worth the price of admission alone. I mean, he's, I mean, like, he's like the Robocop version, that character playing Robocop to this version. He's like the same. He survived. Guy. And he survived on the yeah. cocaine <laughs> and hookers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bitches <Yeah>. leave. <laughs> Bitches leave. But I mean, dude, you made you, you made a good choice, man. I, I fucking I was so I would have swore we talked about this back in the day, but I'm glad we didn't. So Tron could jump in on this shit because yeah, yeah, me I'm, too, I'm man. Me really too. glad we talked about this. I forgot how much I like this movie. Me yeah. too, man. It was great as a first watch, and it's 25 years old, man. It's, it holds right. up. <laughs> Hearing that fucking rules like the HBO time, release yeah. too, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the fuck, like the Hitcher, man. It's like you hear that, like yeah, the Hitcher's like almost thirty years old. Like fuck, yeah, okay. my life. Okay, right. thirty years ago was the seventies, not the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> what are you fuck? talking about? Fuck. I will always have that perception too. Yeah, I'll go to the yeah. grave with that perception. Yep. All right, guys. Well, you guys take it easy out there. Uh, uh, be safe, trick or treating out there, man. And uh, again, don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece of shit. And uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, y'all. Take it spooky. Whoa.